Today's speaker is going to share with us conversations to have to help you grow in your business. Building spirituality, family, health, and business. This is The Giant Builders with Lois Wyant. Giant Builders, it's so good to see you. And today we are welcoming Ella Wright. Hi, Ella. How are you? I'm doing great. Thank you. How are you? I'm doing wonderful. Thank you. So uh, you are a one-to-one conversationist and career designer. Can you expand on that for me? Yeah. So uh, those are really just fancy titles to say that I help people grow in their careers and I do it one conversation at a time. So I work with small business leaders uh, or independent leadership coaches who want help redesigning how they're either coaching clients and helping them grow, or if you're leading a team, maybe you don't have job profiles or career paths set up, or you have those day-to-day conversations about what work they're getting done, but you've never had those conversations about what's my future, what's next for me at the company, how do I grow, what do you want from me? Uh, So I help people either revamp what they already have or build something from scratch or something that I already have. And then I also, and I, and I love being able to do this as well. I help people one-on-one either revamping their resume or finding the courage and the clarity to make a different move uh, where they're at in their career. Oh, there's a lot of people who need to do that right now. (laughs) I know. And and that's why I, I get so excited about it because you know, just last week I helped someone rewrite their resume and, and she said, you know, I've been trying to rewrite this for six months. I, I knew that maybe my job was going to change and I needed to find something new. And so I meet with people and in, in less than an hour, we, we rewrite it. Or sometimes there's a little more coaching if they're switching fields, but it, it really is uh, in high demand right now. So it makes me happy to know I can help a lot of people. So what inspired you to get into this type of, of work? Yeah. So for about six years, I was in a leadership role myself. I I worked for two different fortune 500 companies. And so I, I had to answer those questions of what's next for me. How do I get to the next level? Or also have the very uncomfortable conversation sometimes of, you know, this isn't for me, or I'm feeling stuck. I'm feeling overwhelmed and burnt out. This isn't what I expected it to be. And In December of, let's see, December of 2021, I finished a master's of science in organizational leadership. So I actually ended up studying what makes organizations innovative, how do you help adults learn, all these very philosophical type of questions, but my culminating capstone, all the research that I did um, was around one-on-one conversations and how to recognize disengagement or how to help employees feel empowered and inspired to lead things so you're not doing all of the work. Uh, so yeah, it's it's really been something that I've experienced the joy and the pain of as a leader very early on in my career and then wanted to, to study it. So yeah, I've been in a couple of those job situations where you were like overwhelmed or couldn't get a, a definite line from the boss, you know, what you were supposed mm-hmm. to do. And those are really tough situations. They're tough situations and our our time and our energy is so valuable. And a lot of people think, you know, oh, I don't have a toxic job, so I'm okay. Or, you know, my boss doesn't yell at me. 
But research has actually proven that jobs where expectations are unclear and where there's lots of highs and lows can be just as, if not more draining or damaging than a toxic job. So it's it's really interesting. I think a lot of people experience that, but they dis they dismiss those uh, you know those symptoms. I guess. Oh well, yeah, I can see where that that would happen. So, yeah. what are some challenges that you see in this framework? So, some of the challenges that I see with with helping leaders is that leaders are oftentimes experts in a functional or a technical area, whether it's how to wash a car or sell something to a customer or complete a transaction. And so often our functional expertise overrides our willingness to recognize that maybe we don't have all the answers to someone's career path. And and that's something I really tried to teach people that hopefully relieves some stress is that you actually don't have to have all the answers, but there are certain questions that you can ask. And, and that's why my, you know, my business and I have my own podcast called Start the Conversation, because if you can start and lead effective conversations, um, that's really where the expertise comes in. But a lot of leaders, it, it takes some courage and vulnerability to go there in, into a place where you don't have all the answers and you're used to being the encyclopedia and, and <laughs> everyone else's questions, you know. Do you think businesses really care about what your path is? I think businesses care about what your path is to the extent that they want to retain you at the company. And so, you know, I mean, I've worked at companies where there's 23,000 employees. And so, you know, getting a career path for 23,000 people, impossible. Mm -hmm. But if you're not retaining either your frontline employees or your managers, you know, at a certain level, I think your employees want you to see a future, how you get there, how long it takes, maybe doesn't really matter, but they just want you to see a future that's clear enough that you're not going to leave for something else. Okay. Do you think that the employee of these days don't want to stay in a business for a, or stay with a company for a long period of time? I I think that there's a couple different answers to that question. Um, I think in this day and age, thanks to technology, we have so much more visibility to other jobs. I mean, you go back even just 50, 60 years ago, your jobs were things that were in close proximity to where you lived. Um, it, it was something that your family did that you were familiar with. And so now with technology, I think that we just have visibility to a lot more options. We have accessibility to learn the skills for those other jobs. And so uh, I think it's less that employees don't want to be loyal or stick with a company. It's more so that if that company isn't providing them with the opportunities and the learning and the options that they can find somewhere else, then, then they'll leave. Okay. That's good. Yeah. What advice would you give to anybody who is struggling to express their needs and make requests? Yeah. I, uh, when I first started my own podcast and before, uh, so I actually, I've just been working for myself for about three months now. Um, and before that, a common theme in 
scenarios that I would advise on in the business that I was working for as a leader. And then also in my podcast and just everyday life, this is common, right? It's just, how do I ask for what I need? Or maybe someone's doing something that's bothering you and you want them to stop. And a lot of people go into that conversation with a lot of anxiety and, you know, whether it's, you know, we've been talking about careers and employees saying, Hey, I need more of this, or maybe your leader is leading you in a way that's not effective for you. And then vice versa as a leader, Hey, I need you to be on time. I need you to communicate in this way. Um, So there's research that was done by someone named Marshall Rosenberg, and he came up with a method called nonviolent communication. Oh. Um, and so he actually used it in, uh, to help with like peace treaties and, and really high level, high intensity conversations. And when I share it with people, I call it compassionate confrontation. Okay. So that's a little more, a little more digestible for people like you and I, who are, you know, maybe handling matters of life or death, but to simplify it down. And I have, I have a framework that I take people through. But it's all about um, knowing your needs and being able to own your emotions. And instead of coming at it, um, you know, of, hey, you know, you've really been bothering me or, you know, you have been doing this lately. The first step is to share an observation. Um, So, you know, I've noticed that you've been late or I've, you know, maybe you're talking to your partner or your child. I've noticed that you've been on your phone a lot lately, or, you know, lately I've seen that you are doing this. So sharing observations and, and owning that it's, I notice this, or I'm feeling this way instead of, you know, you're causing this. And then really the biggest shift that people have is, so I've shared this observation, you know, we'll use the cell phone one. I've noticed that you've been on your phone a lot lately. I feel disconnected when you're on your phone and we're talking. I really value eye contact and quality time with you. Would you be willing to put your phone away when we have dinner? Right. And so that's, I mean, that's the whole framework is you're sharing an observation, you're owning your feelings, you're talking about why you need this, because you value quality time, because, you know, so statements like, it's really important to me that this, or I really value this. And then the last part, this, this shift that I mentioned is you're making a request instead of, can you stop doing this? Or it sure would be nice if you would be off your phone more or, I, you know, I can't take it anymore. It's, would you be willing to, or would you consider doing this? Um, and so that's, that's an oversimplified version of what compassionate confrontation is. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I teach it often because in order for us to advance in our careers or do all these different things that we want to do, we really need to practice being able to name our feelings know what our needs are and make requests of other people. We can't do these things on our own. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's also something that's just helpful for interpersonal relationships with family or, or partners. Well, that's great. I like that. Okay. Let me put that into action. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what does a first meeting look like with you? 
Yeah. So I meeting one-on-one, let's say, you know, someone listening to this is an employee Mm -hmm. and they're feeling stuck in their career. So I first just have a quick, like 15 minute call to see if it's something that I can help with, or maybe if it's something more technical or, you know, that I can point you in another direction, but I have a few different options. One is like what I call the resume revamp, which I'll share because I know a lot of people may need that. And that's just you and I sitting down for an hour and really figuring out what the story is that you want to tell about your experiences. And so often, and especially women do this, we take, we describe ourselves in a very passive way. And that really comes through in a resume. And so I just help people tell a more accurate and confident story. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then I have career coaching where one hour at a time we go through Um, kind of redesigning your career through identifying your current pain points, your ideals, the different types of thought patterns uh, that you have. And then with a business leader, it's essentially doing the same, but for your team, we go through where your team's at and and, uh, you know, some business leaders already know, hey, this is where we're at at, and we really need a team building activity or we just need some training on our onboarding or, you know, how we do a certain type of process. And then I jump in there to help write out that curriculum or the process. Mm -hmm. Uh, But some leaders will need to go through that design thinking process as well of understanding the needs and the pain points and the ideas and the limitations um, around their team's growth. No, those sounds like all great options to help build business as well. Yeah, it's I I try to I mean it might sound for some people very vague, but as I alluded to, you know, conversations and career development and employee growth is it is that gray space in the middle where there's not a one size that fits all. So I think that's where I really thrive and and what I enjoy is knowing that every solution is is different. No, definitely. Because every business problem is different. So that's great. Yeah. So any closing thoughts? I think the, you know, the closing thoughts I I have is is to practice asking open-ended questions. Mm-hmm. If you're someone who is wanting to get better at your communication, if you're a leader wanting to connect with your employees, instead of, you know, oh man, you know, is, is your week really busy? It's, you know, tell me what you're focused on this week. And is there anything you would change about what's going on? Like, Throw in those deeper, more meaningful questions. Uh, You know, so often we wonder why we're disconnected or why we feel stuck, why someone's not engaged. But we're asking the same type of questions. How's your day? How's it going? How's the weekend? Is that done? And that's where, um, you know, I have a leadership conversation deck of one-on-one questions. I actually have... Uh, yeah, <laughs> it's a it's a physical, tangible card deck, and I'm working on the digital version. But practice implementing these deeper, open-ended questions, and you'll be very surprised and rewarded by the clarity and and the connection that comes. So, do you have those conversation decks for sale? Yeah, so these are for sale. So I I ship these out. Um, and so even if someone doesn't have the need to work with me one-on-one, I've had, you know, just independent leaders um, come on and, and buy the conversation deck. And Okay. Well, we'll definitely put the link for your cards below. And thank you so much for your time. I really appreciate the information. 
Thank you. And, and wonderful to know that you're just right next door in Carmel. That's great. <laughs> just around the corner. Yeah. All right. Well, Giant Builders, look for the links below and make sure you make some contact here to improve your resume or just to make your career changes. Or if you're a business owner, let's build up that team. All right. Thank you, guys. Great. Thank you. Thank you for listening. This has been The Giant Builders with Lois Wyant.